Welcome to this week's Sports Insight Extra podcast for Formula 4 Media in Great Neck, New York. Formula 4 Media publishes vertical trade magazines, Textile Insight, Sports Insight, Footwear Insight, Outdoor Insight, and Sports Style. And it also publishes digital magazines, Sports Insight Extra once a week, Footwear Insight Extra twice monthly, and Textile Insight Extra once a month. Now it's time for this week's podcast. I recently caught up with Mary Steinbrunner, General Manager of Dunlop Protective Footwear USA in Avray de Grace, Maryland. She became General Manager of a Dunlop Protective Footwear USA division in May of 2016, having started at the company in April of 2000 as a marketing assistant. She had this to say about what's going on there at the factory. Tell me a little bit about your history being here at the, at the company and what makes you excited about the future here at Dunlop as well. Okay, company now for 19 years. I started as just a marketing assistant all those years ago and fell in love with the footwear business because it's pretty straightforward. At the end of the day, we provide the right products for the right people at the right time. Um, we, we help the doers and the makers of the world with real life product. We have a factory that we can walk out and make change in. So our innovation pipeline is what's most exciting about this business. We've transformed from being just a basic PVC, just down and dirty mud and water boot to having the most sophisticated products available in the marketplace. Our changes change how we go to market. We've changed who we play with in the marketplace and the types of products that we use. And at the end of the day, the transformation of this business over the last 19 years is staggering. Incredible. It's I mean, not like the athletic shoe industry, but it has evolved a great deal. Right. It has it has evolved mostly in the last five years okay. for this business. We've taken it, you know, we, we kid all the time but it's so true we've taken it from being a dot matrix and an anecdotal business so most everything was tribal knowledge that people shared from person to person and you know we realized that we can't survive that way we can't grow that way so to get to industry 4.0 standards to, to every piece of the business has to become digitized and every piece of the business has to become more flexible We've integrated ERP systems. We've integrated new um, manufacturing systems on the floor so that we can do better preventative maintenance and get to the point where we're doing predictive maintenance so that we can stay ahead of the curve. We can be more competitive with imports that come in, you know, at the low end where, you know, customers have to buy containers of product from China. Well, we want to be that source that's at arm's length from them that has the right products that we can be nimble in the marketplace and we can help supply our partners very quickly as opposed to waiting for product offshore. We can make changes to product if safety standards change, if customer preferences change, even in boot heights, in boot weights and boot specifications, we can modify that because we do that all on site. Okay, and tell me about, tell, uh, tell our listeners about the different um, industries that you largely support with your boot products. So we start, our, we serve almost every industry. We serve food, industry, and oil gas mining, agri and retail and we're starting some of the marketplaces online like Amazon like some of the other online retailers you would see tractor supply our biggest market has always been food so food processing had a really big need for slip trip and fall protection in wet environments so we learned a lot from that and we've expanded out into each market adding products that hit the specific needs so for oil and gas chemical protection and also slip trip and fall component protection like steel toe steel mid plates and then we're moving into you know that consumer and agricultural sector with sexier products like our new Boot that actually have all the features that we we built in and we learned through all of our industrial partners into products that you can use every day. You can use hunting, you can use camping, you can use you know out on the mountainside, but you can also use it to be really comfortable and safe on a construction site. 
Oh, I see. And do you think do you think this whole industry, the um, industry industrial boot industry, had played catch up because people didn't demand, or the people who made the product just weren't keeping up with maybe the times in terms of changing evolution, just performance and style and such? You hit the nail on the head. You know, it's it's amazing over the years. So in the first 15 years with this company, we consider ourselves a market leader, even though it was really one market. We weren't looking at the other markets, so we didn't change much. And as time went by, I can recall sitting down with a distributor one day. And he said, Mary, I love doing business with you. I'll always do business with you. But we're probably never going to do more unless you come out with something new and fun and sexy. And he hurt my feelings so much that day that we came home and we built our Dora Pro series. Because he was right is why he really hurt my feelings. You know, he's like, okay, we have, you can protect yourself with, the best protection for your feet in the world is a block of concrete. But who wants to wear it? Right. You know, so you can't make a block of concrete and stick your name on the side and expect your business to excel. We went out and sat down with all the key users and said, okay, what do you like about my boots? We like to hear that. What do you hate about our boots? Well, they're heavy. They, you know, they don't have as good a slip resistance as other products. So we went back to the lab and we figured out how to fix that. And then we took that a step forward and said, okay, we came out with Chesapeake, the number one, you know, all category boot. How do I make a mud and water boot for everyone from working in a vineyard to a weekend warrior? How do I make a boot that's comfortable for them and feels like a shoe? So that then when you have to put on a pair of waterproof boots, you like them, you know, so just taking that a step forward every time. How do we get things lighter? And then, you It know, sounds like you've done, the company's done a lot of groundwork to make all these improvements in terms of asking your end consumer and even your retail partners or your industrial partners, things that they want to see in the product. Right, what do you want to see? What do you want? Even so, go back to food, where we thought we were the biggest supplier out there. We came out with a new product that's lighter weight, lasts longer, is more abrasion resistant, and we're turning that market upside down. So now we're sitting down with all the key influencers and saying, well, what's the next step? Even what haven't you thought about? Have you thought about if we made a smart boot, if we had a smart chip in there so that it could potentially open the door so you don't have to touch it? Or so you can see how long have you actually had a pair of boots in service so that you don't have an employee that comes in that slipped in the plant because they never looked at the tread on their boot. And they've been wearing it three years. Exactly. Right, so they've, they've overworn oh, it. So, so those, are, those are things down the road, perhaps. They're the things down the road. How do we become even more sustainable? It's great to make a boot that protects from everything. But then what do I do with it? So how can I work with partners to bring boots back? and recycle them so that's in the pipeline how do i even you know it sounds how do i take ocean plastics or other plastics and turn them into a usable product for the consumer that really makes a difference so all of those things in our pipeline are also super important to the company because you could say you know it's nice to to make a a product hand it off to me and and never see me again but we want to be part of that cycle okay and i also want to touch upon uh, the factory here in maryland because you know with all all the stories in in the news about tariffs uh, as I talked to Colin here earlier today from your company, basically, I might have three parts, almost everything from the materials to the actual end product is made right here in the factory. It is made here. So we ultimately have few factories inside the factory. We make Purifort, injection molded polyurethane. We make PVC. We make our own compound. And then we have a logistics department that ships and supplies all of our customers really in North America. So we ship into Canada, our primary market's USA. We also ship into Mexico. And it gives us a really big strategic advantage because we're close and we can stay nimble. And again, as you mentioned, the containers earlier in our conversation, if people need fill-in product or such, you can get it to a reasonable amount of time rather than waiting for the container to show up from somewhere in Exactly. Asia. You're not waiting, you know, months. You're waiting a couple days to get product. So we, we generally turn product around within three to five days, a big, you know, truckload shipment. Right. We do drop ships to everyone as well. That's, you know, 48 hours. So we have 
to stay ahead of the curve. You know, we realize that as a person, you or I say, I need a water filter for my refrigerator at home. And you pick up the phone and you go to Amazon immediately. And if it says it's going to be there in four days, you're like, oh, that's not acceptable. Right. You really don't need your water filter in two days. We have to stay in touch with that as well. And we have to drive to those industry norms because it's no different as a consumer as it is a personal consumer as it is for people who buy our product. Right. And what, do you, what do you think both the trade and maybe consumers don't realize about a made in the USA factory that's very relevant that they don't understand? It is super complex. It's the number one love in my life, but sometimes it's my evil nemesis at the same time. We have actually grown our employee base by 20% over the last year because we're adding new technology and new job, but it's very difficult to recruit. breaks my heart that people don't see trades or see factory jobs as a career. So we constantly fight with that person or the, the kid who comes out of school. It's like, I have parents that I have to go to college. I have to col- go to college. You can build a career and you can build a really nice life in a job. We can help teach a trade right. and build a great life for a great community. And that's what we're all about. So U.S. manufacturing is truly the lifeblood of our, our country. So it's it's how we build commerce and more we can attract workers and make some of those jobs a little easier. Manufacturing is not the dirty old business that it used to right. be. And your factory before I saw is a combination of robot and people. So it's a combination yeah. of both. Yeah, there's always a need for people. You know, robots... They do the heavy lifting. So we found some of the biggest jobs where we you'd find injuries or strain. So if you pulled all day a sprue out of a machine, which is a heavy piece of plastic after injection, okay, that's hard all day. So we can add something right in front of your station that pulls it. So then you don't have to do that and you can be more efficient. Oh, I see. So we, take, we try to take the heavy lifting jobs, give them to the robots, and still where we need some finesse and some craftsmanship, we keep our employees. And it is truly... You know, when you see someone out there trim a boot, take it for granted. But if you would go out there and try it, you know, there's a there's a lady out there that does it. it you're like, wow, that's wonderful. And you go out there and you're like, oh, I can't, I can't make it happen. Right, right. So it's definitely craftsmanship. Definitely, you made in USA craftsmanship. Made in USA. Craftsmanship.